Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. My Boots by Jill Amber Chafin To anyone else, they were just a pair of boots, sturdy and sensible winter boots, but to me, they were everything. I grew up in a log cabin my dad had built by hand, nestled in the heart of the Wisconsin wilderness. Every winter the relentless storms pounded an angry rhythm against our windows as our wood stove flickered and sputtered too weak to properly heat our cabin. Itchy wool blankets, triple-layered socks, and fuzzy hats became a normal part of our bedtime routine. Still, the persistent cold worked its way within, making my muscles tighten and my nose turn tingly pink. We survived on food stamps. I wore my brother's tattered jeans. I slept on a stack of sleeping bags and yet my parents managed to buy me a brand new pair of sorrel boots for my twelfth birthday. Made of hefty sky blue leather, they had removable wool inserts, sparkly white laces, and a fluffy trim. I slid my feet into them, wiggling my toes against the marshmallow-like padding. Heaven. Our rusty station wagon did not have heat. Wintry car trips included stacks of blankets, icy puffs of breath, and near-frostbitten toes upon arrival. But with these boots, I transformed into a fierce she-god, taking the unearthly warmth with me. I clicked my buffered toes together during the 35-minute drive to Marshfield, where I attended dance class. I knew I wasn't like the other girls. They showed up in sleek SUVs, purring machines with bright headlights that weren't caked with mud or sheets of snow. I stared as they jumped out, wearing frilly leotards and Birkenstock sandals. In winter, in Wisconsin! These girls frolicked toward the studio door, the rush of heat soothing their sudden chill, one they didn't have to fight every night. In the changing room, I placed my boots against the wall, tucking in the laces and carefully brushing off the flakes of snow. The overbearing heat blasted me as the snow instantly melted into the carpet. I changed into my plain black leotard and threadbare tights, then yanked my messy hair into a bun and entered the studio. Nobody talked to me. I was alone in my bubble. The music whisked me to a world where magic swirled, where I could fly free. After the hour-long class, I guzzled from the water fountain, breathless, anticipating the sweet comfort of my boots. How fortunate! I could not think of anything my heart desired more. Warmth, gentle, soft, lovely radiance. I vowed to never get my boots muddy. Then I heard the giggles. First, small, like a discreet shared secret, 
These girls always excluded me from their gossip. I approached the changing room, then stopped. My stomach tightened, my cheeks flushed. Their giggles transformed into wild cackling. I knew the target of their attention. My boots. I beelined for a changing cubicle, yanking the curtain closed as their voices, tinged with astonishment and disgust, echoed across the room. Who would actually wear these? And where are we, Antarctica? Just look at them. I mean, look at them! I peeked through the curtain. The girls huddled around my hefty sorrels. They pointed. They shook their heads. Wait, what? My life-saving boots were bad? Clearly, I had violated some unspoken fashion code. My feet could shrivel with frostbite, turn gray ash, and crumble away into nothingness, all for the sake of being hip and cool. Of course, they knew the boots belonged to the girl who lived in the boondocks, the girl who stomped in every week wearing a hat, gloves, coat, wool, wool, wool. I pulled the curtain tighter, too embarrassed to claim the boots. But they have sparkly laces. The bell on the exit door chimed as every dancer leaped into her steaming chariot, peeling away into the night, heading toward toasty homes with proper beds and thick comforters and fleecy PJs with cute patterns. If only they knew my PJs were my dad's patched-up long johns, secured with suspenders. When the room grew quiet, I emerged, my boots slumped against the wall like ugly ogres, rejected. Sighing, I tugged my devoted protectors onto my feet, already devising a plan. I'd still wear them, change into sandals, <laughs> sandals, like the rest of the girls, and then leave my beloved boots in the back seat of the car, discarded like a shriveled snakeskin. At home, I continued to explore our 20 acres with my dependable boots, avoiding mud puddles, and then curling under a towering oak to breathe in the stillness of my private sanctuary. I ran my fingers over my boots' cloud-like trim and wished for a world where practicality was admired, where the girls oohed and awed over such delightful comfort. But those girls only saw bulky leather. I don't care, I told my boots. I will wear you forever. Copyright 2022, Jill Amber Chafin. Jill Amber Chafin is a freelance writer, aerial dance teacher, and mother to two small children in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. She co-hosts a nationwide writer's critique group where she teaches workshops on the craft of writing. She is currently querying agents for her domestic suspense novel. Next up is a young adult novel, her memoir, and a children's story inspired by her son. This essay is one of many stories about her unique childhood, growing up in a log cabin without running water. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of six-minute stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another six-minute story. 
You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.